Hello, and welcome to the second installment or episode of Cars and Corals, whatever you want to call it. I'm Matthew. I'm Ethan. And today, uh, same day as our first uh, episode we made, uh, a little late, we're getting 11.27, getting Woo. pushing midnight here. Um, today we're going to talk a little bit about uh, the coral show we went to uh, three or four days ago. And um, just some steps Ethan wants to talk about. Uh, when you go to a coral show, uh, I learned these steps through watching what Ethan did. And I'm still learning. There's a lot to learn. I'm interested to see what he has to say. Uh, but we're just gonna we're just gonna sit back and listen and see what something for like someone that doesn't know or what you think is the right way to yes. go about entering a frag swap coral show farmers market whatever you want to call it going into more depth yes um, so first off we're gonna go from the perspective of somebody who is a hobbyist and not in particularly like a, uh, a a store owner or somebody that is looking to buy wholesale like we do um, I think it'd be interesting if you did both. Both? Both. Mm. I think that'd be great. I think that'd be good. Yeah. I'll, I'll go from hobbyist first. Mm -hmm. um, so when a hobbyist walks into a coral show, it is very, very easy to get Distracted. absolutely just inundated with all of the lights and all of the different booths and the, the designs and the coral. And it, it's just very, very overwhelming, everything that's there. Uh, the raffle, the... Um, the door prizes there's usually djs there there's i mean it's it's it is an event it is fun and don't treat it like a you know business endeavor you are there to have fun um but don't get distracted either <laughs> so what i like to do when we first go in just like we talked about in the last episode is make a round make a trip um see all the vendors Name usually at the yeah yes um but go and see everybody and see what they have so uh, at this point, you are looking to make an impression. You go to the booths, you ask them about the corals, what corals do you like, what corals do you keep as a as a vendor, and sometimes it may surprise you because a lot of the corals that they sell at the show may be the corals that sell better and they're into something completely different. For instance, uh, at the show this time, uh, we went and saw a BMF coral, uh, which is a very cool uh traveling uh, coral vendor who comes to all the shows been very very heavily affected by COVID-19 any of the any of the people that do that have been but he had a lot of SPS corals there and when I started to ask him about SPS explain to me what that is okay so uh, an SPS coral it stands for small polyp stony corals okay um, and when we talk about that we mean the more stony corals like uh, hard corals hard corals basically okay. um, in crusters or branching the harder corals. ones that are to take care of yes they are okay. they're more difficult but that's because but sometimes more beautiful they are very very pretty okay. and there's a whole nother like cult following in the hobby of people i call them sticks because i i can't get into the uh the sticks part of it they just don't move they don't have that flow like an lps or softy coral does but anyways we're going into it um bmf is a s mostly an sps dealer um but I asked him what he keeps at home, and he said a non-photosynthetic tank. Uh, and a non-photosynthetic tank would be a uh, coral tank with corals that do not need sunlight or do not need light to produce nutrients. Um, as so like gorgonians and dendrophilias, like in my tank I have a walking dendrophilia, which is a coral that is non-photosynthetic, completely... Um, reliant on food that I feed it, uh, and it has a peanut worm that lives in its foot. 
um, and drags it around the tank to find nutrients. Uh, and the peanut worm, of course, gets a home to live in. And then the... Um, That's called a symbiotic... Symbiotic relationship. relationship. Just okay. like a clownfish and an anemone yes. or a pistol shrimp and a watchman goby. Um, any of those, which that would also make a great episode. Um but anywho, it is it is very fun to talk to them. So have fun talking to them, but do make an impression. Ask them about their prices. But stay focused. That's also right. Uh, stay focused. Um, have a list before you get there. That's right. So before, I guess I should start before you go to a show. Have a list. Make a list of the corals that you are looking for, that you are interested in, and make sure that whenever you go to a booth, you don't get uh, distracted and forget to ask them about those corals. So like this show, I was looking for a magic carpet mushroom. Um, and there was only one vendor there that had it, but at other shows, say you're looking for the same thing, a magic carpet mushroom, there may be three vendors that have a magic carpet mushroom. You need to ask them about their pricing, you need to ask them about their process, what they do to get rid of pests, um, really find out what their quality is and their pricing um, before you actually uh, pull the trigger. Now, this of course is your first round. Um, after your first round around uh, the the vendor or the gala or the uh, event space, uh, after you talk to everybody for the first time, you want to buy the pieces that you know you want, like for a fact. Don't get anything that you are just drawn to, like your um, impulse buys. Uh, you want to wait on those for sure, <laughs> but the stuff that you made a list for and you are looking for, buy that because if you find a good price and a good uh, vendor who has a good process, you need to buy that piece before it gets taken. Um, and that's what I did first. I went around and I looked at every vendor and I found uh, a few ACAN colonies that I had been looking for for uh, a friend and I found some zoanthids that I hadn't seen in a very long time and a big rock of recordia mushrooms uh, and I bought those first because I knew that by the end of the show it would be gone now this brings me to my second point the end of the show during the middle of the show is when you are going to have the most fun uh, you're going around, you're entering the raffle, you are talking to the vendors, talking to the other people at the show. You're having fun, which is why you're there. Don't forget, you are a hobbyist. You're not there just for business. You are supposed to be having fun because it is your hobby. Um, but the end of the show is when all of these people that usually travel very long distances for these shows have to pack up and have to take all these living things back home and which the, is a higher risk it's a higher risk on them so it is better to wait until the end of the show when everybody is packing up and they don't really want to take everything with them um most of the hobbyists that are at the show will buy everything as soon as they see it just right there and they make most of their money off of them but at the end of the show they're willing to make more deals because they're leaving and they do not want to take all this coral back because it might die in shipping but also because it absolutely sucks to try and pack up all these corals we helped somebody at the end of the show pack up all their corals and it's a little bit of a process if they can consolidate and give you a bunch of corals to um, make it easier on their trip and on their expenses they will give you deals and here's how 
here's my system on making deals. During the time that we walk around and are talking to people and talking to the the uh, vendors themselves, you make an impression. That is the be friendly. most be it friendly. It costs nothing to be friendly. That is exactly right. It costs absolutely nothing to be friendly. But it pays heavily. Yeah, it and pays very in dividends. Rewarding. Yeah, that's right. Very rewarding. Um, it costs nothing to be friendly. Be interested in what their system is, what they keep, what they, you know, treat them like another hobbyist because they are. You cannot be in this hobby and not enjoy it. If you are, that is way too much effort. <laughs> you have to put way too much effort into this hobby not to like it. Um, I think you like the hobby a little too much. I, no, I'm <laughs> Buying a store. I like it a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, my name is Ethan. I'm a fishaholic. <laughs> yeah. Anywho. Um, any Hoosiers. Yeah, any Hoosiers. <laughs> we, um, you make an impression. Um, and then at the end of the show, you are talking to them about you know the corals that they keep or the corals that you have been interested in the whole show um and you talk about hey if i get this coral and try it out that you keep and i don't keep or whatever uh, can i also get a discount if i get these corals or you talk to them about a their, bundle deal yeah a bundle deal um you talk to them about uh what's your least favorite coral at the booth and you're like here i'll take this off your hands if you give me a deal on this coral that i want um, you you talk to them not to scam them out of their stuff because that is just a absolute jerk move. <laughs> you talk to them and and help them out. And if you don't want to help them out, you make them think that you're helping them out um, because you are. And that's really what it's about is that this hobby is not – this hobby is enjoyable and it is more of a – community type event i guess it is it's not it's not something where you go and you scam someone and then walk away with with whatever uh they are willing to help you and they're making willing to make deals to make you successful in the hobby or else they sh or sh they should be just like me giving matthew his damsel i want <laughs> him to be successful in the hobby and i want him to love it and that's the same way that they should think so that's what you go into a, it. a little bit on that <clears throat> Now, you giving me the damsel, you didn't mm -hmm. think, I'm going to give him this damsel, and I'm going to win him over, and then he's just going to come back and spend money on me. You didn't no. think of it as a business s standpoint. You thought of it as a friendly thing to do, a helping hand, That's right. a good deed, and that good deed paid off. Hmm. Now, from a business standpoint, it really paid off, because I, I only spend my money there, and I've That's spent right. a lot of money at the fish <laughs> store. Um <laughs> But I don't have a problem with that. No. I would, I, I honestly, I think you're, you're from an outsider's perspective. I think you have the best prices and the best quality together. I think mm. the price quality are the the two most important things. Customer service for customer service, and I think you meet both of those higher than what is expected from a fish store. I really do, mm. and um, not by you just being friendly, paid off. In, in dividends, in dividends yeah. by you you receiving my my customer self well, and as a friend and, and as a friend too yeah, but right, I'm saying right. from the, from the business standpoint, standpoint yeah you just being nice paid off really well mm -hmm. and it it does not cost anything to be nice, be nice unless it's a seven dollar damsel that's exactly right <laughs> <laughs> but no that's what I'm saying is that when you go to these shows um, you don't treat them like someone that you're never going to meet again 
You treat. are going to meet them. You They're, are. If no. you're going to more, you're going to see Because I'm looking at your wall here. He yeah. has a wall of business cards, and I can sit here and pick out one, two, three people out of the seven or eight vendors that are on your wall that you have met before. I have. And you've met them before because when I walked in, they said, Ethan. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't say, hey, dude, or hey, guy, or how you been, buddy? They didn't. Ethan. Ethan. That knows that, that makes me know that they know you. Mm-hmm. And they like you. Because if, if they didn't like you, then they would just kind of... They wouldn't really acknowledge you. But they, they went out of their way and were like, Ethan, Ethan, Ethan. And they knew your name. And they were happy to talk to you. And they left their booth, came up and talked to you. Were like, And they even knew what you liked, which was impressive That's in right. itself. They were like, hey, I know last time you bought whatever from me. I, I don't know exactly. But let me show you this. Yeah. I think you'll like this. I think this. you'll like this. <laughs> and, uh... Well, and that's like uh, Louis Reef. That's one of my. That's one of my favorites. He was. A, he that's the guy there. I'm talking about. Yeah. He was a great guy. He comes to almost every single show. He had a huge loss this show, which was crushing. But it kind of shows you the this side of the hobby that um, traveling vendor. He does a lot of maintenance accounts, and he grows corals in those maintenance accounts. So then he can sell which is them a, at which these. is a genius. It I did is. not know that's genius. Yeah, it is genius because he's 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 like he's probably like, hey, I can give you this coral for cheap. And it's yes. going to get real big, and it's going to grow huge. Yeah, he gets the hardy corals. And then is... he's like, but here's the deal. I mm-hmm. want to take just a little piece of it here and there. Yeah. And to the customer, they're like, whatever. I got this for a good deal. Looks great in my tank. He's taking care of my tank. He's doing everything right, which uh, just from meeting him from an outsider's perspective, very nice guy. He is a great guy. And he's guy. very knowledgeable, too, mm-hmm. just like you. And I think I think that's an awesome idea. I did not yeah. think about that. That's, that's genius. Well, and most uh, people who have the money to pay somebody to take care of their tank aren't going to care if you take a, you know, a small sliver a small it's piece fragging of coral. fragging yeah. is what it's called yeah. right yeah so um and then he makes money off of that but he travels to all these shows it's kind of like a circuit they um there are shows that happen all up the east coast uh reefing's very very popular all the way from maine to florida so these shows happen and these uh uh dealers they travel back and forth and back and forth and back mm-hmm. and forth they go to the show they go home they go to a show they go home um, and that's how they make their money because it, there is a lot of money in this type of um, this exposition where people come and buy corals because uh, when you go through a city and you have a bunch of different corals that they don't see in the city uh, those people are going to buy those corals <laughs> um, so people make a lot of money now that's why I'm saying that you get a lot of deals at the end because they don't want to take them all the way back because home. they run the bigger loss that's they right. can make let's say they have, th- this is just for numbers, so it's easier mm-hmm. to explain. This is not true at all, probably. Let's say they have a $10 coral. And they have that coral sitting in there. I'm, I'm not, I know there's not a lot of corals yes. for $10. No, no, no. But you can. I, I got some You're pretty right. good deals. I I, um, I got a $10 coral. I got a $10 hammer frag, which is a... That's actually really good for a hammer right now. It yeah. was, it was, it's beautiful, and it's in the, sh- in your store right now, yeah, yeah. and you keep forgetting me to send a picture of it, Golly. so I'm probably just going to have to go in and look at it myself, and I got a couple other corals that I bought, That's or right. uh, we got uh, from the raffles at the uh, thing, enter mm-hmm. the raffles, oh my gosh, invest, if you have money to go there, and you have, let's say, I get it, like, I, I, I'm always, my, my mother is always a budgeting person, and yes. it's taught me very well a lot. She's like, don't spend your money on stupid things. That's right. But we went to this small mm-hmm. coral show with not a lot of people. There and were seven it, raffles. There were seven raffles. I mean, technically, at one point, 
each person could have won something in the tent there. That's right. In that raffle. But Ethan, he thought this through as a very smart standpoint, and he was like, I'm going to buy, I think it was $40. Yeah, $40. But this, the, the lowest raffle value in itself was $40. Yeah. So either way, even if he won one, which mm-hmm. he didn't, he won three <laughs> out of the seven. Yeah. Um, and it was it was he bought twenty uh, first and then let a few people buy something. He bought twenty again. Yeah. And he handed me the whole roll for the first one or the second. For the first. For the first. Yeah. No, it was the second. No, the second, second one. The second one I bought. And the one the twenty bucks he spent on me for me to hold those tickets. It's really for him, but I got to pick and choose. Only my roll of tickets won. That's right. But he made a forty dollar investment and probably grossed what hundred and sixty dollars worth of coral. I would say so. So the the hundred fifty. Let's yeah, just be generous. There was a uh, fifty dollar gift certificate and a forty and a forty. But 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 you got to keep deals. it bulk yeah. deals. Yeah. You were like I'm. I mean, you got to keep in mind he bought from these vendors too. So he was like, <clears throat> I want to spend. I, I'm not going to get too much into money, but mm-hmm. just just for a long shot, this is not true. Let's say Ethan said I wanted to spend. Three hundred dollars mm-hmm. at your stand, mm-hmm. and they were like, "Okay, great, I'm great for that." And you're like, "I want this, 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 this." And your working prices, you're bartering, you're negotiating, you come back and forth, and you're like, "And do not forget, I have this forty dollars certificate that I want in the raffle." Yeah, you're gonna get more than that forty dollars because you bought a bundle deal. You talked about bundle buy and well, because you all from I, from yes. the same vendor. Yes, and because I didn't talk about. I had the raffle yet. I talked about all the stuff I want to buy from him and then was like, I also have this. And he was like, oh, we can get you a little bit more than $40 worth since think, you are buying. And, and buy that extra, buy that extra, you know, we could get you more than $40. Yeah. I think we were looking at Rockflower Nims. Rockflower Nims, yeah. And um, he was like, I, I will let you, I think he had them listed at 12 um, or 10. They were... Uh, I, I don't know. They were five for ninety, so it was it was. I think it was uh, one for twenty, and then uh, if you got five, you got ten dollars off of one. So it was 90. either either way. Ethan ended up basically getting one for free. Yeah. He actually got two for free because he did another good deed. Mm-hmm. He uh, he bought that gentleman, which we're still talking to. He's a great guy. He's an awesome guy. Um, so from he, a business standpoint. He has a coral farm down in uh, Atlanta for wholesale. Um, and from a business standpoint, yes. we, I, I messaged him on Facebook mm-hmm. for a koi tang. Yes. And oh boy, he wants a, a koi scopus tang. Oh my god. And uh, I, I, we were talking, you know, and uh, he was like, "Well, I do, I do wholesale business coral." And we're like, "Oh, we're going to be down there in Atlanta yeah. for the coral show." And he's like, "I don't think it's going to be that big. I don't want to go." But by us talking to him, he showed up and he made a lot of money. He's a great he guy. We're still in contact. I talked to him today. Um, where we're, he's a great guy. So, but anyways, back to the point. It was he, his first coral show, and he was he was like, "I'm gonna give you basically one for free." And yeah. Ethan did a good deed and was like, "I'll let you choose that one for free." And I can see it right now in the tank. Yeah. And um, he he was like, "Choose one for free since I get one for free," and that was awesome. So it didn't cost Ethan anything. No. And it and kindness, it, kindness does not cost a thing. And then, but how he got uh, another rock man for free, which is also mine, right? You're gonna give me that one as well. No, okay. Don't push your luck. But yes. No, it's yeah. it's going to your dad. Yeah, you're it's right. going to your dad. You have an enemy tank for your dad. Uh, something to grow closer with your dad, which yeah. is cool. Um, me and my dad are cars. Mm-hmm. You and your dad are fish tanks. That's, That's great. Right. Um, 
Uh, he he bought him a pointer stick. It was his first coral show, and he didn't have a pointer. He didn't have business cards. He didn't have a pointer stick. In the first round that I made before I bought anything, I noticed there were a few customers that were also looking at the corals that were like, "Do you have a pointer stick?" Because there are very they're very shallow, wide tanks that have the corals all and lined a, a, and, up. And it's refraction, right? So when you yeah. s- when you look at something down from the top of it on the water, like you can point with your finger over the water but it's not that one yeah he's still it'll be over to the left or up to the right because that water's moving that filters pumps yeah and you got to kind of explain and fight with the the guy that's trying to show you just get a stick right just get a pointer stick but ethan bought him a i think he bought it from which was one of my favorite vendors there dark side dark side aquatics Uh, wayne wayne was my man there uh, he was awesome, so nice, great dude. I have the sticker on my computer, all my, the first fish sticker, or coral sticker I have on my computer. Yeah, and it, uh, he he's a great guy. He does he's very the nice. Him and his son, well. I think it's yes. him and his son that are run that. And his son's also very knowledgeable mm-hmm. too. Um, but uh, Ethan was like, "Hey Wayne, do you have an extra pointer stick? Our friend down there doesn't have one. Would you mind if I purchased one for him?" Yeah, it was like five bucks. But and, and Wayne was like, "Here you go, man." Yeah. Uh, and honestly, they're worth more than five dollars. That's right. Ethan being nice, he got it for a good deal. And he brought it down to our, our buddy down there, and um, he was like, oh, thanks. And Ethan did not expect anything in return. By him being nice, we got a rock flower nim that's now going to go in his dad's aquarium. Sorry, yeah. Ethan got a rock flower nim. I shouldn't say we, but that's yes. just my personality. No, but it's, it's we. It's we. You were there, too. I drove you. Yeah, you did drive Very me. fastly. Yeah, very. The speed limit. Very quickly. <laughs> that, was, that was very, very quick. But are you dead? <laughs> what? Are you dead? Am I dead? No, you're not. Yeah, I'm not dead. But did you die? No. No, you you are alive. <laughs> um, you got me there safe. But yeah, no. When you go to a coral show, like I said, when, you, when you're really dealing with anybody in any situation, in any hobby, kindness is free. And when you are kind to someone, don't expect anything. But usually, it. I mean, if you're kind, it pays off. If you're a jerk... It pays off in a different way. <laughs> <coughs> Absolutely. And um, another point Ethan is missing that he is going to uh, be like, oh my gosh, that's very important mm. about a coral show. Yes. Bring a notebook. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's my biggest thing is because... Um, a, a little notepad. Yeah, just a little notepad because... <laughs> Explain what happened to you when you went to Aquashella, which, so, oh my gosh... I want to go to go to Aquashella, meet Coral Fish 12G. Love watching George. The, George love watching the YouTube channel. Uh, that's a great. He was a great inspiration in how I got into the hobby as you're well. Right. Watching YouTube, uh, do research yes. on a hobby you're interested in. Uh, find people that have the similar interests. There's a billion, bajillion people on this planet. There has to be someone with the same interest as you. And crowdsource because there is a billion different ways to do a billion different things. You just got to find the way that works for you. Uh, and that could be Ethan's way, that could be Matthew's way, that could be Coralfish 12G's way, but find something that works for you and somebody that's going to help you do it. Um, but the notebook. But the notebook, You yes, went to Aquashella yes. and... So I went to Aquashella and I did not bring a notebook. And there were over 100 vendors at that show. Much to contrary, the show that we just went to where there were... Uh, six. Six, yeah. Six vendors. Um, but I went to that show and I didn't bring a notebook. I bought probably over 
seven hundred dollars in coral for myself, and that's that's quite a bit of coral for myself. But this is this is like the 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 Lamar this race for me. This is the, the huge Mac race. Daddy. This is the Mac Daddy of shows. Um, Macna, of course, is the biggest one, but this one is the newest one. It was it's the newest on the scene, and it, it's what it it's what the young hobbyists want to go to, right. like me and you. It incorporates art, music, um, fish, and uh, saltwater, freshwater uh, corals, plants. It, it's just everything. There are reptiles there too, uh, but which not I'm as into. Many. Yeah, yeah I, reptiles I, are good. I'm very into reptiles. Man of many passions, Mr. Matthew. I cannot Mr. choose Matthew. one. I cannot choose. No, one. no, you cannot. But uh, um, yeah. but anywho, uh, bring a notebook because when I went to that show. I know that I probably forgot two or three corals at different uh, but, vendors. And another thing that you're going to forget and remember, when you when you make your first rounds and you go and buy your, you make the first rounds, you meet everyone, you, you compare prices, you see what you want, see what you like. When you go back and you're ready to purchase this on your second or third round, whatever it may be, up to you. Um, when you buy this coral and it's early into the show and you know you're going to stay late. Have them hold it. Have them hold it, write it down in your notebook. Hey, I was at. I'm gonna use dark side coral for just. Let's say. Yeah, you, that's where I got the a cans. So like. Let, let's say you you bought the a can there and mm-hmm. you bought it and you said here's the payment, uh, mm-hmm. which was really cool. People use PayPal there. Yeah. Have PayPal. I only do Venmo. So next time I go and I'm ready to purchase if these corals live, which I imagine they will. They will. And I'm gonna add a lot because you're gonna help me through there. Um, download PayPal. That's easiest, especially right now with COVID going on. That's very important. That a lot of people don't want to touch money and coins. And be respectful, you know. Do PayPal, uh, paperless transaction. That's right. Uh, it's Safe great. pay. Safe pay. And and then write down in your notebook. I bought some of the uh, some some of the uh, people have numbers on their thing yeah. too, which is pretty nice. You can write down. I bought seventy two at Darkside Corals or whatever. But I'm saying I'm saying write down and and have them be like, okay, put this somewhere. I'm gonna come back for it. I have you on yeah. my notebook. I have that. I purchased it. I've already paid for it. I just want it to live. That's because right. We had we had to we had to we, uh, we were in the, the show um, started at eleven and we were there at about eleven thirty and I bought my first corals at about eleven forty five okay and then we were there until five o'clock yeah I mean, that but night. with the exception of lunch we which went, with the exception and we of went lunch, to uh, another show which, car show which, which is, we're going to talk about yeah um we, we 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 talked a little bit about it but we got to see it, it yes. was an Italian car show there was not just Ferraris there was a lot of cool no cars they're there. Fiats which I really liked the, the picture Fiats. of me they next nice. to the uh, the old <laughs> Fiat five hundred. Um, but, but go through there, write down that, you know, you purchase this coral at this booth, this number, if they have the number or they can move it. Most of them will move it. Yes. And, or you can write down the, the name because a lot of corals have different names like zoanthids. I bought, um, rainbow infusion, butt kissers, uh, atmospheres there. There's a lot of different ways that you can label what corals you got from what vendors. Um, but again, if you are nice and kind, they will hold it for you, and they're totally willing to do that to set it back. Just ask them not to bag because, it. Because I mean, we weren't we were there till five, but you're yeah. leaving out the the big point. We didn't get home till eleven. Yeah. Because I had we had to. My uh, my girlfriend tagged along. Her sister lives down there too. We're same with, and she wanted to spend time with her sister. I don't blame mm-hmm. her. You don't want to spend time with smelly old boys at a That's right. fish at show. A fish show. And she doesn't get to see her sister a lot, so I understand that. So she was down there with her sister. So not only did on our way out we have to pick up my girlfriend. Uh, we had to go break down my tank, yeah. Um, which was in Gainesville. 
Yeah. Uh, which is next to Road Atlanta and Bra- or Brazelton. Sorry, I go to school in Gainesville. Um, it was in Brazelton next to Road Atlanta. So we had to drive all the way from downtown Atlanta to Brazelton next to Road Atlanta. And that in itself is a True. 45 to an hour drive. Yeah. Uh, we, we went up there and I was telling Ethan the whole time, oh my gosh, we're making really good time. Like we're already at the Infinite Energy Center, which is like a 20, 30 minute point away from... Um, where I live up there, I was like, we're making great time. Normally the traffic's really bad. And that is my my thing. If you are in Atlanta and there is no traffic, do not say, oh my gosh, this traffic is good. <laughs> do not. Because there will be traffic. There will be traffic on your way back, and that's exactly what happened. We got in, caught in traffic. But anyways, we went up there. We made good time. I think we, we broke yeah, down we the whole okay. tank, everything. Everything packed up yeah. in an hour. We had extras I had to grab. I have to grab some stuff, you know, that I need down here for the winter some winter clothes. Right. But I mean, we I have a I have that forerunner that I discussed about earlier, and that thing was packed to the brim. It was. Um, my um, girlfriend barely had any room. Yes. <laughs> so we we did that. We come back. We get caught in traffic on the way out. Uh, we're waiting in traffic. I think it added like a thirty or forty minute uh, post. We, I get my girlfriend. She's pissed because I'm a little late. Don't blame her. I told her I'd be there, and I was late. And he's like, you should have told her 20 or 30 minutes extra just so you can surprise her and be early, which I will do next time. Mm-hmm. Um, we, 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 we made it back, though, but we, we were still trying to discuss what the plan was. I think I think we did really good at planning, but options good. options and uh, things changed a lot on our way down there. We it lost did. some people that we were going to bring. Yeah. We changed places of where we were going to stay. Yeah. Uh, we were going to uh, purchase an Airbnb, and then we were like, no, we can do this. We there were going to go to a coral farm. We were going to, there was a lot of stuff that we were going to do that we ended up not doing. We needed to plan a little better. I think yeah. uh, my, my girlfriend called me out on that, and I, I pushed it away, but now that Honestly, in hindsight, yeah. we needed to do a little better, definitely. That's um, for any show, though. That's for any trip, any show. And it, this was kind of last minute too. Yeah. yeah. Um, Ethan called me and he was like, "Hey, there, there's a coral show in a month," and I was like, "We're going." <laughs> um, that gives me an excuse to go to Atlanta, grab my right. tank, uh, get to go do something I like, get to bring my girlfriend with her. It makes her happy to go see her sister. Yeah. Win, 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 win. All yeah. wins. So we we uh, we went down there. And uh, we picked her up, and uh, we left, and we made it back. But the problem is, is once we got back, we were trying to decide, what's our first stop, what's our second stop? Because, I mean, Ethan had a bunch of money invested for the store and personal use in this coral. Yeah. Um, I had all my fish. So I we had, had to set up a tank. We had to bring corals to the store. We had to... Drop off girlfriend. Drop off girlfriend. It was, it was just a, a big... It was a lot of money that needed to be put up and and uh from a business standpoint from a business standpoint. there was a lot of money but also from a personal assets. standpoint and 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 i think we we learned really quick that my girlfriend was tired and she would like to be <laughs> dropped off and uh we made it work so what That's we right. did is we we dropped my girlfriend off and then um from there we went to the store yeah yeah and then when we got to the store ethan left his keys to the store at my house it was late so yes i i I left the keys so we had to go back uh and we needed to stop by my house because he was going to get a 72 bow from yeah we had to get the tank from ethan's house so instead of that instead of going all the way back to matthew's house and then um going back to the store we decided okay we're gonna switch plans we went back to my house picked up the tank picked up a few other supplies Mm -hmm. that matthew was like hey can i bum this off you (laughs) (laughs) and and um which doesn't matter because we're gonna talk about that a little later why it doesn't matter i'm bumming off of you because 
in the end it's probably going to end up being it's probably going to be both tank. of us yeah um yeah we're getting married <laughs> <laughs> i broke up with my girlfriend no no uh, um after ethan purchased the store i think two to four months we'll probably be moving in together yeah. we'll be moving in together as roommates yeah not as lovers that'll be good no no, not, not yet, that there's anyways. anything wrong with that, but no. Uh, yeah, gay Tuesdays. <laughs> no, um, so we we picked up the bow front, which we talked a little bit about that last episode. I mean, it, it's it's bow fronts aren't are really thing, but this this bow front it's, it's different. It's, it's this in particular one, although other seventy two bow fronts, ugly as sin. This one's different just like any girl will ever tell you i'm different yeah yeah but we learned that girls would need to come first even though we you're probably right, had right, five thousand right. dollars of assets in my vehicle oh but the girlfriend but was the girl, tired the girlfriend was tired and <laughs> when and i think this is true when you get married you're if right. girlfriend's not happy no one's happy no one's happy no and one's i happy. think if we drug her along we because you're 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 friends with my girlfriend as well because you're always around and she's always around and i'm always around so we 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 get along all three of us really well yeah and i don't think it would just necessarily fall back on me i think you would catch some of it too agreed so it's always important to make the girlfriend happy so that's what we did we dropped her off especially her okay and then we forgot the keys Mm -hmm. Uh, we went to the store and forgot the keys and we turned around came back picked up the bow front and at that point you're like i'm tired that's more driving if we have all this and we drive out yeah. Stay there with the coral. The coral will be fine for 24 hours. Your fish, however, we need to get them set up, which was a huge move because why my fish mean more to me than Ethan, than the coral, and the coral probably means more to Ethan than my fish do to him. Well, but I still want you to be successful. So they, they do mean a lot, and they needed to get in a tank very, very quickly. So I and, was I mean, it was okay three three or four hours at this point. Yeah. That these fish have been in a five-gallon bucket with a hell of a ride back from Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. Um, Great driver. Yeah. Anywho. <laughs> so we got back to his place. We set up the tank, and then we went to the store, and we put the corals in the tank. And by the time that we got to the store and put the corals in the tank, it was 3 a.m. So they're acclimating, and um, we put them in. We go home. We go to sleep. That was our trip. That was a very full trip. Very. Um, I think we have a lot, and I think we're ready for our next one. Can't and I, wait. I think the more and more me and him tackle these shows together, uh, whether that be alone or with more people, girlfriends, friends, parents, family, I don't know, whoever. Right. Um, we'll this, have a better approach. I agree. And that was my first choral show that I'd ever brought someone with me. Um, in the past, I, I go alone because... Well, I go alone. (laughs) Um, This is the first time that I asked someone to go with me and the first time that I had ever experienced someone going with me. And it is so much fun. Find someone that loves the same thing that you love and find someone that you can also express interest in their hobby and learn about their hobby. This is the whole point of this podcast. And I think that's great. I think that's great to hit on that a little more. Uh, the original plan was just to go down there right, and just be fish. Yes. Just be fish, me and you fish. Mm-hmm. But we were driving on lunch, and I, I uh, posted, uh, I have a lot of awesome friends in Atlanta that I go to school with, knew before school, met with racing, met at races, whatever, have a lot of friends. Shout out to any of them that are listening. All great. I can't say one negative thing about anyone um, in Atlanta. That's one of my friends. But we went down there, and I got a, a text or a Snapchat from one of my friends that's been my longtime friends, and he used to live with me. 
in uh, in uh, Chattanooga. He used to live here with us. Uh, he was like, hey, if you've been to Ferrari today, what are you doing in Atlanta? Come to Ferrari. And I'm like, I mean, man, I'm down here for a choral show. I can't. And um, he was like, there, there's this, this F40 here. There's this here. And I was like, holy crap, I, I need to go see this. And we were able to break away for lunch. Yep. And our lunch, we made, we, we were planning on eating, sitting down and having a nice restaurant. Yeah, just like, a, like a trip dinner. Yeah. 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 That's something that's very important, a time to relax, I think. But I was like, hey. I was filling up with gas. It's like, hey, it was a uh, a racetrack. Racetrack has great food, by the way. If you're a broke college kid, eat there. It's great. But <laughs> I was like, pizza. I was like, have you ever eaten at a racetrack? And he's like, no. no, but I'm open to it, which is great. Be open about everything, because yeah. I mean, it wasn't that bad, no. and it's not no, that it's expensive. Actually pretty good. So we were able to get gas station food, and we ate it on the way to the Ferrari, mm-hmm. and we got to see awesome cars at that show. Yeah, and I was I was very skeptical because I am, you know not a car guy i am a fish guy um a lot of people will say some people are book smart some people are street smart um i'm fish smart that's literally it (laughs) so i'm very open to learning about everything and learning about like like the fly fishing like the cars i i am very very open to all of that but of course you're gonna be a little bit skeptical because like i've never seen cars as an enjoyable hobby so going into it i was like great we're gonna go look at pretty hunks of metal and then we got <laughs> there and what really sold me is we got to see the car from ferris, ferris bueller. bueller not the exact car because it was a hard top instead yep. of a, uh, a convertible a convertible yes sir but that's my favorite movie of all time i love ferris bueller's day off and uh that's a piece that you could relate to yes there's something in almost every hobby that you can relate to whether that be you know ferris bueller's your favorite movie or my family used to do reef tanking and all that. Then I could relate to my family, and that's something that I've had an interest in. I mean, there's everything. Just open your horizons and just look around. Take a moment, right. stop, look around, and everything relates to everything in some way, some form, some fashion. And that's right, and I, I think that um, a lot of people are very polarized in the fact that you think of somebody else's hobby as somebody else's hobby their hobby instead of looking at it from it's the same in conversation but we'll talk about hobbies for now um they you don't look at it as something that this other person loves and you want to understand why they love it and why it's so important to them and and why it could be something that you could love too um they look at it as that's their hobby i have my own thing we're just gonna you know have our own things instead of Hey, Matthew, why do you love cars so much? Why is this so important to you? Why is it so awesome? And I got there, and I like taking pictures. I love taking pictures of my tank, of everything. And it was irresistible to not take... I mean, I I could not not take pictures of these cars. I loved it. I I mean, it was was fantastic. I took a picture of of Matthew next to one of these Fiat's. And he... If you don't... Just to describe... Mr. Stott. <laughs> he, he is not short. <laughs> he, I'm six foot six. He's six foot six and as skinny as the sun is bright. Yeah, I'm very <laughs> is, skinny and very tall. I weigh 155 very, and I'm six foot six. He, yes. So he's standing next to a Fiat, which is how tall? How tall would you say a fi- this Fiat was? I'd say like four foot five, four yeah, foot six. So, I'll Google it and we'll get exact. Because, right, right, but right. you got to keep in mind, especially with cars suspension you can lower your car you can raise your you can car raise it. so this one uh, i think this one in particular looked a little modded out 
um, and it looked a little lowered. So I think this one was around four or five, four and a half foot, five foot. It was, it was, it was short. It was very short. He looked ginormous. <laughs> he looked huge next to this little friggin' little car. Um, and I loved it. It was so funny. Um, going around to these cars and him telling me this is from Drake's private collection or this was from, um, this person he was looking for people at the show that might be there to get one of these cars um there were people revving their engines there were people that were showing off their engines uh there was i don't know if it was a raffle or what was going on where everybody uh, was awards awards okay so awards for like what um so you, you would have when you go to a car show you, you talked a little bit about like uh you just get to look at the cars there's there's no there is it's getting into more finite details there of course is you know purchasing and swap meets or what they're called in the car where that's kind of like what a frog a frag show is you know right. you're swapping but car shows are you add a little bit to your car your car is a little different than the last time this car is all original this is whatever you go there so other people can look at other people's cars and enjoy what you have to show right it's it's bragging yeah this is what i've done this is what the car looks like. This how much is this is how much it's worth. This is how much I put into it. This is a family heirloom. Whatever it's bragging. It's showing off. At yeah. the end of the day, it's showing off. Yeah. But I mean, that's humble way of doing it. Right. And you have a mobile hobby where you can take what you have done and take it somewhere where you can drive it. But that that Ferrari you had, mm -hmm. you took a picture of Ferris Bueller's. I would not drive that. Really. And that's with exotic cars. The more you drive them. Mm-hmm the more they lose their value. Oh. Um, so, Every time those uh, miles tick up? Yes. Yeah. You can look at almost any example of almost any car. Yeah. Any car. It can be like a Ford F-150, but if it has five miles on it, that's going to be worth exponentially way more than what a normal F-150 with 100,000 miles will be worth. Right. But just like in Ferris Bueller, just whatever miles you put on. Take you, it off in reverse. Yeah, just, just go in reverse, right? No. <laughs> no. But um, they, they were handing out awards for, you know, whether that be best classic, best modern, best paint job, best race car, best Fiat, best uh, Lancia, best Alfa Romeo, best oh, Maserati. Yeah, those Lancias were really um, cool. Best, best Ferrari. What? Ever, man they had so many cool cars there that were just yeah. beautiful at the end of the day i told him i said i just want 10 minutes i know this is your trip but we spent probably 20 minutes there and it was beautiful because it, it, was it stopped wonderful. at three and they're handing out their awards there at the end but it was i just wanted to go get a picture of the f40 the law for i've seen five law for i's have not seen an f40 and i did not see uh the 275 uh, that was very important to me. Yeah, and honestly, it was one of my favorite part of the days because or of the day because um, I got to go and see something that Matthew is super super interested in. Just for in. a small amount of Just time. Just for a really small because amount of time. Because it wasn't we weren't supposed to do it. We we mm -mm. squeezed it in with us eating. Yeah. And I think that worked out perfectly it with did. the driving and out. stopping at the gas station and that was the same time of us eating at a restaurant and I think it worked out. Yeah, it worked great. Um and when we stopped, I mean, like I said, I was very, very hesitant to as to how I would think about it and how I would um, enjoy it, but I did. I enjoyed it immensely, and that's part of the reason that we are doing this entire podcast, because I want to learn more about cars, and Matthew wants to learn more about corals, and we will throughout, but I think it's uh, Matthew's turn at this point. We're 42 minutes in. Um, it's Matthew's turn at this point to talk about car shows, and he kind of got into it, but... Um, as far as car shows go, I mean it's pretty straightforward. It, with 
your your frag shows you you have a system to go down and do right um with a mine and you didn't really get into the the wholesale buying you didn't really get into that too much which is which is which is two two things you can either be in the car show mm-hmm. or you can go to the car show um Personally, I, I I don't think any of my cars are show worthy besides maybe my FJ. Yeah, you're. And FJ I have taken my FJ to a small little car show that we have in town. Uh, they do it every Monday. Four Corners. Uh, at Four Corners, yeah. Right. I'll take it there every now and then uh, on Monday when I can remember. Nice. Um, you know Mondays are pretty hectic for everyone, mm-hmm. and they're pretty hectic for me as well. Um, so I, I sometimes can squeeze over there and present my car, but. For the most part, I'm going to these car shows. Yeah. Uh, now, car shows and car races are completely different. How so? So, when you go to a car show, you're, you're walking up, and um, I think the biggest car show in Chattanooga uh, is down at Coker Tire, Coker Classic. Mm. They have it twice a year, I think. Um, that's the biggest classic car show. Sure. Now, the biggest car that I'm into. I'm not really into classics with the exception of my FJ and some classic Porsches, maybe some classic Ferraris, but most of them... You said the first one that you worked on was a T-Bird, right? Uh, Yeah, I would say so. It was a newer T-Bird, though. It wasn't a classic. Um, My dad got it for $500. Oh, It was just something to learn on. I was was a flashlight guy. Yeah. There's another word for it, but... What's a flashlight guy? I can't say it would get demonetized. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Um, (laughs) But, um... Flashlight guy is basically where you hold the flashlight for oh, your dad while he works the, on the car. Yeah, yeah. you're the yeah. you're the sidekick. Yep. Gotcha, gotcha. And so, um, but anyways, so the the Coker tire, uh, I have a good buddy that's really close with Coker. Him and his father are, and I've been there to the Coker. I grew up going to that, and I've worked the Coker show to help Corky uh, uh, Coker uh, uh, out, um, and it, it was great. They're all classic, but at the end of the day, it's the same cars, in right. my opinion. You're going out there, and you're seeing... No, now other people can go out there and enjoy and be like, "Oh my gosh, these cars are so different." But to me, it's all Bel Airs, all Chevelles, uh, all you know, Model Ts. It's 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 huge. Oh my gosh, is it huge? It, I think it takes up like one and a half square mile. Oh wow! It basically shuts down half of downtown. Golly! For this car show, and it's awesome. It brings in. Yeah, that's it's, it's beautiful. A lot of cool cars. I can go there and still have fun. Yeah. But my my speed and my taste is Riverside. Mm, Riverside okay, also okay. happens twice a year. Um, I missed the last one. It was a couple weeks ago. I went, uh, um, did another trip. But uh, Riverside is the tuner car. Mm-hmm. Uh, tuner's another thing that you can get into. Basically, they're the, the cars I'm into, like that 240 I was looking at, it, it's got a lot done to the engine. It's slammed, which means lowered. And they're, some of them are on bags. It's just cars you can go there that are newer or older that have had highly modified things done to it, and it's more for the younger crowd, my generation. Now, my father has been to Riverside, right. and he, he has. He has enjoyed it. Um, he likes the uh, the Coker Classic way more than I do, and I and he brings my grandfather every year. And I love the Riverside, but I bring my dad to Riverside, and my dad can still appreciate some of those cars that are at Riverside. They're gorgeous, and a lot of my friends and my crew, my car crew, um, which is your club, yeah, your Chattanooga. I have a car crew. Um, we we go to those together, and some of our, our friends even enter into them. 
and you can just walk around and enjoy it and that's what i enjoy is walking around looking at the cars taking pictures meeting people um right this guy that i'm planning on purchasing this s14 from hopefully or trading my fj for uh, i met him at riverside um oh wow he has a really cool car he has a uh, a c-class mercedes that is slammed with nice wheels and a roof box hmm. and i just think that's the coolest thing in the world it's Definitely. simple but it's beautiful yeah um but simple but elegant that's right. Yeah, but you can meet all these people, and um, I think you really go there just to enjoy it. It's a little different to socialize. thing to socialize. It's like going to the aquarium. Sure, sure. Or to the fish shore, just to look at what well, they Well, and have. then if you're in it, you get to show off this, this. I mean, I don't want to say artwork, but this, this thing no, that you've the, been absolutely. working on. No, absolutely. I would say artwork. Yeah. A lot of these people put all their time and money into these cars to show off what they have done and to show their style. Yeah. There's... There's little niches and, and style for each and every one. Like, um, and it can pay off, too, if you want to put your car in there, too. Uh, my buddy Clayton, I talked about him. Um, mm-hmm. He had his car parked next to um, Spec. I think it was Spec. Spec Clutch. There, there are people that make clutches for cars. Oh, cool. that's That's getting more into into the car side of thing, but um, into detail. But his car, by being next to their tent, they were like, hey, that's the brand new honda civic si that he had it that yeah. year and he was like yes it is you know i've done this this is um it's hard to find parts on the market for this car right now and they're like well we're building a clutch for this car oh and we need a test mm-hmm. if you bring us your car we'll put a free clutch into it which is a huge yeah, that's value huge. that's huge and um he was like okay yeah so he brings it and he's like i don't like it because of this and they're like, we're, we're going to fix that. And they fix it on the spot. They do a drive with him. And he's like, okay, I like it. Mm-hmm. So he goes out and they're like, oh, you know, he drives it for, I think it was like six months. He brings the car back to spec. They pull out that clutch and they look at it. And Clayton is a great driver. Yeah. Good dude. Um, uh, we've been to plenty of car shows, but he, he drives that car. I'm going to leave it at that. Nice, yeah. So they pull that clutch out and they inspect it. Um, I, I think that's research and development, basically. They yeah. look at that clutch and how it's worn and how it has held up to my buddy driving it and not driving it easy. Sure. And by then, they get they get a good idea of how they can put a better clutch on the market. Now, he has the step below, the, in my opinion, the, the best Honda Civic you can buy. The top of the line is the, the Type R. It's awesome. My buddy Tristan has one, and I've driven it all over. I've driven it a bunch of things. Awesome. But the SI is still cool at the end of the day. So they want to put a Type R Stage 3 clutch, which is the, the top of the line, or Stage 3 Plus, which is the very best clutch you can get in a Type sure, R yeah. in Clayton's car. And he doesn't have a Type R, so they have to build an adaption so they can sell it to people that are in the SI market, which Clayton has. Right. But he gets it for free. Because he's doing research and development on that wow, clutch. Wow, very cool. Unfortunately, they want to do that here pretty soon, but um, he, he's bought a new short block for that car. And I'm hoping he'll come in here soon and be one of our special guests. And maybe I he can so tell too, us a yeah. little bit about it. I've been talking to him recently. And he's interested in it. Yeah. Uh, we'll let him tell it. But his car's not running. It hasn't been for about a year now. Which nice. sucks. Which sucks. I mean, that's... I, I, my BMW, it's been out for four months. And it just sucks to see it in the garage. And it sucks... For it to be at his buddy's house and not running and it's 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 there mm. it's ready it just needs it needs a little more time and i think that car's gonna be running and then it's gonna be ready to go to spec in birmingham and get that new clutch fitted and it's gonna be great right but by, by clayton going and entering that show riverside and being next to that booth he gets a lot of modification done to his car for free yeah 
That's amazing. That's because he's good at what he does. He's yeah. He's good at. Um, I don't. I wouldn't say he's he's good at what he does. Is is kind of a a, a huge thing. He's good at his style. Ah, uh, okay. It's artwork. The, it's niche. It's niche. Yeah. yeah. They they want to go out and they want to look at that and be like, that's his. You know. But mm-hmm. I think he. I I love his build. That's what we call it a build. Sure. I love his build to death. I've driven it. Um, it drives great. It runs great when it wants to run. <laughs> he'll he'll laugh at that. No worries. He's he's been my friend for a while. I can I can bother him. Uh, but I think car shows are just very hard to go there and get things. You can get friends though. I think that's what it right. What it, Socializing, being nice. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think that really pays off because my car crew can go out there and we can be nice to people, and then we can have more people join our our car crew and their friends. Yeah. That's how you meet friends. And I don't think, I think if you're into cars, there's definitely a car crew. Um, anywhere, even in smaller cities. I think Agreed. like the smallest, the smaller cities, most car people will meet at Sonic. But ours, you just go drive <laughs> around. You can just see car people out in parking lots. And it, it, it's nice. I promise you, nine times out of the ten, you walk up to any car crew and you're like, hey, I have this. And it doesn't matter what you have. They're going to be like, Oh, dude, that's cool. Um, there's a respect that is to be a given. A mutual respect, yeah. In, in in the car community, you know, it's. I you may not, I may not like. Um, I don't like American Muscle. Like I, I've, I, I wouldn't say I don't like it. I don't. It's not my pick. Appreciate it as much, yeah. I, I do appreciate it though. Yeah, but it's not but my as much pick. as what I'm saying. Yes. The other my cars, buddy has you're a, like, let me buy that. Muscle cars are like, oh, that's pretty. That's pretty. <laughs> that's it's fine. cool, and I respect it's it, but it's not me. Yeah. My buddy has a Mustang. He loves it to death. Mm. I love that Mustang. It's very loud. <laughs> it is very, very loud. loud. <laughs> he lives near you. Uh, and uh, um, But it's awesome car, and I think uh, just that car in itself, I can still respect it and love it, and I do yeah. love that car. I it, think that if I had that Mustang, that's how I would build it, and I yeah. think he built it perfectly. But you wouldn't have that car. No, it would not be my no. first choice. If I had the same money with that car's worth, I would not buy that car. There you at go. At the end of the day, but for him, he loves that car, and I love the fact that he loves that car. And Agreed. I respect him and there for that car, and I think it, I think it really is a good car. It's There's a good a, car. It's awesome. Yeah, it's very but, cool. Um, but car shows are really hard. Just go in, meet people, join a crew, join multiple crews. Yeah. Uh, have fun. Agreed. Meet up with the people, and the same. And, and me and Clayton kind of struggle with that with the car crews. You know, like you're seeing the same old cars over and over. It gets kind of boring. But it's not there for the cars. We're mm-hmm. there for the people at the That's end of the right. day. Um, we're there to meet other enthusiasts and with share similar the, interests and share the passion. We that all is... have a respect for cars. Yes. I respect my friend with the Mustang. It may not be my first choice, and he respects my BMW. And it <laughs> definitely would not be his. He's a he's a uh, he's tall like me, and he's but he's weighs more, and he's got a lot more muscle than me, so he can barely fit in that tiny BMW I've got. But he still respects it and loves it. There you go. And I think that's what that's what's great. We're we're two opposites in the same hobby. But me and him are still really good friends. That's right. Um, I think that you you touched on something that's really, really nice. Find something, whether it be fish, whether it be corals, whether it be cars, um, that you can, where you can talk about your interests and people don't roll their eyes. Because like for me, super, super into fish and corals, I want to tell every single person I meet, which isn't really great in the dating scene. <laughs> you, you ever... Uh... <laughs> That's not a good Tinder pickup. No, nah, not really. Do you like fish or do corals? You like, do you like fish? <laughs> um, 
and it, it's just it's very nice to be accepted in a group of people that are doing something similar or um, at least in the same realm of what you're doing and be able to talk to somebody about what you're doing and then be excited for you um, so I think that's the biggest thing uh, that's every hobby but these two especially um, find find other people find your people um, I guess I have a question for you as far as shows go. I know how COVID has affected uh, choral shows, but it seems like it would not really affect car shows, has it? Um, so I've talked about, I hit on a little bit about going to parking lots and finding people. Right, yes. Those are unsanctioned events. Those are just a group of friends meeting up. Mm-hmm. Um, more sanctioned event, like the, the Riverside was a little little iffy. We got shut down, not this last one, but the one before that. And it got a little hectic because they wanted to shut us down because of COVID. It was right at the beginning. Too many people were together, and they tried to shut us down. Um, it got a little hectic there. Yeah. Uh, Corky Coker, the Coker, not happening. Mm-hmm. Just straight out. Uh, I wow. think I think they're just not having it this year, and I don't blame them because most of the enthusiasts in that show are older gentlemen. Oh, and I think you got to keep up. You got to You got to um, You got to realize that you know they're they're not gonna want to go to that. No, and keep I don't them think safe. it's, it's keep, keep them the, safe. The older, higher risk, and we you got to respect that. And I think the sanctioned events. Like car shows that are in the newspaper, on Instagram, on Facebook, wherever you find your information for, are not going to happen as much. The friends getting together is going to happen. Um, period. Yeah, my thing is uh, when I was wondering if they they did or not. Usually, car sh- shows are usually outside. Yeah. Um, and car shows, you you just park your car and it's you know cars six feet apart <laughs> yeah. you walk around and see each other's cars so that's why i was wondering like why it would be affected i guess just um, a, a bunch it, of people it would in be. one place but, i mean you not only have car shows outside you also can't have some inside riverside mm. is in the pavilion oh really okay so that's the showcase big... cars are in the chattanooga pavilion um and the, it goes to the parking lots outside of that too of course um, but some are inside, like, Slammed Enough Gatlinburg, which is a big one. I believe that's in a, um, in a, um, in a building. Forget. And then uh, World of Wheels, which is a traveling car show, which goes mm. all around the United States. Uh, it comes here and takes a stop, I believe. I can't remember if it's at the end or the beginning of the school year for people that are in school. Right. Um, but it is inside. It's in the convenience center. The what is it? The, um, the convention center. Convention center. Sorry, yeah. I'm getting tired convenience. here. Convenience. It's, <laughs> it's almost. It's a. Le- it's twelve thirty here. Come on, give me a break. Um, <laughs> a convention center. Yeah. Uh, and it, it travels around, but um, I think for the most part, the car shows are going to be shut down. But I right. think the friends getting together. It, I think with my car crew, we we at the beginning, when it was really bad. Um, uh, we had a pretty pretty good following of people that would show up. We had 200, 300 people show up. Just friends. Unchanging. Wow. Uh, we had it every weekly and bi-weekly. It changed. But people would show up. Yeah. And um, I think uh, I'm, I'm really good friends. I've been in the uh, that car crew for a while uh, since the beginning. Not the very beginning, but since the, the it's kind of the beginning. Uh, they had been talking, and they decided once COVID got really bad that it would be best if we just – Sent out a public, like a public message on our Instagram and asked that we we respect that because I sure. think that's important, and we did for the longest. And we would see friends, you know, and some people were more 
sketched out about COVID than others, and that yeah. gets into politics, and this is not what this podcast is about. Absolutely not. And we're going to refrain from that, but um, you just got to understand, we live in Tennessee, so our views on COVID, not personally, but as a state, are different than anyone else's. You know, every state... It definitely leans one way more than the other for, for most people. Um, being a business owner, I'm very careful about it because of... Um, how many people traffic through my store um but it is it is something you definitely have to be careful about um but as a as a state you definitely get a lot more swinging uh to one way than the other um but no uh, i asked you to uh, i asked you about that because um the coral shows and fish shows uh are very very affected by covid because they're all inside they're all in close quarters uh, there's usually a lot of people in a very small area, um, and it is definitely not conductive of or, or conducive for a um, a healthy COVID environment. Th- this is my opinion. Yeah, I think coral shows and car shows or fish shows or whatever should continue to happen because at the end of the day, no one is holding a gun to your head and telling you to go to these shows. No. I, I agree. Um, and I think it would not hurt to be like, if you want to be a vendor at this show, if you want to show up to this coral yes. show, if you want to show up to this car show, if you want to bring your car, do it. Yeah. But be careful and safe. Six foot. That's right. Six foot, mask. Yeah. Don't touch anything. Don't and shake hands. Yeah. And here's here's the the big thing with the coral shows is is there at the in the beginning that was going to happen there were a lot of coral shows that were still still scheduled still on and then vendors started to drop out okay because of the the mass hysteria and the the fear that everybody has and had uh very rightly so um but we we just they were people dropped out to the point where they just didn't happen and that's just because of expectations so uh the one that we went to this weekend had six vendors um the smallest one i had been to before that had 12 you know it's one of those things where usually it is not that small and i think it happened because people are getting back into it people are excited people want to get out but slowly Um, but slowly that is right and uh baby steps i think that people thought that with six vendors you couldn't have a show and yes, it was a lot smaller. There wasn't a DJ or anything. But more was, deals. Yeah, more deals. More raffle winnings. More raffle winnings. Yeah, you can win more if less people come. Um, and a better time. Yeah, and a better time. And I think I, think, I don't think it matters on the size necessarily, no. but I think we had an awesome time with it being. The size does not matter. Size does not matter. No, no. I think I think uh, I, th- <laughs> I think just six vendors was. Awesome. I think it was great, and I think it was great for your first show. I also think not it's overwhelming. Not overwhelming. That's right. I think that with twelve vendors, me talking to people constantly and not being able to take a break and, and, and talk to me and talk to you because I'm a, tell I, you I like stuff. I like to be talked to. I That's like to right. talk. I That's can't right. shut up. You like can't. I said. He can't just uh, shut up and, and listen. No, I cannot. And, I get told that from Ethan, girlfriend, parents, friends, family, <laughs> everyone. Everyone tells me I cannot shut up. I probably That's... my mom tells me I talk in my sleep. Oof. Ouch. Anywho. Um, any hoosers the uh the main thing is that uh it is a good baby step towards the future of what the shows have to do um but i'm very very excited for the future i am too i think um like i said before we need to plan out something and i i I like also you you brought up the idea of doing a you trip a me trip yes and then girlfriend uh, girlfriend trip because we're all friends (laughs) 
and I think then we need to find something that we all do too. I think so too. I think that'd be good. But um, something I didn't hit on that you brought up earlier, races. How are races different? Racing is awesome. Mm-hmm. I, I like to go to all the races I can get into. That's more of a competitive type of show. I like to not only race yes. in races, but I like to go and watch races. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, my car is not ready for a race. It's been a while. I go to college. I'm a broke college kid. When I was in high school, all my money went to gas and racing. Right. And like I said, the odds ends of foods. You I got work a few more expensives now. Yes, I, I, <laughs> yes, quite a few. Don't be an adult. It no, sucks. adulting sucks. As, um, as two new adults, we it sucks. yeah, we're learning the hard way. <laughs> um, I, I the races are awesome. I, I I go to a racetrack, whether they be Road Atlanta, VIR, Daytona, anywhere, and yeah. you go there and you can sit down and enjoy um, an endurance racing, a classic race, any type of race. And um, the biggest race that I go to in the year is at Road Atlanta Petit Le Mans. I didn't get to go to this year. I was in the Keys. Um, but it was awesome. And normally with Petit, I, uh, my aunt and some friends went. And they said it wasn't that great this year. Uh, but the thing we like to do is they have hospitality. So since I own a BMW, uh, BMWs, plural, I, uh, <laughs> I get to go into a BMW tent. And I get to sit down with other BMW owners and watch the race from an in spot inside of a, a tent. It's I say tent lightly. It's not a tent. It's like you. It's a huge building that is set up. It's like solid floors. It doesn't it has glass. It's nice. It looks like a modern art piece that they set up. I think Audi does one. Ford does one. Porsche does one. BMW does one, and a couple other. But um. It's awesome. You can go there, and BMW has, like, two tiers. You go in, and you have the Owner's Club, and then you have the uh, BMW Car Club of America. And I think you have to pay a certain amount, and you can go to the top, and it's, like, an open bar, and they feed you and everything. But uh, the Owner's Lounge, you still get a look at the race, and you get a nice air-conditioned place because they normally do it in October, and October's still kind of hot in Atlanta sometimes, and... They'll give you drinks and, like, trail mix and stuff. But it's still nice. They appreciate you as an owner, and that's nice. But my favorite is the Porsche. Uh, I I got uh, over the summer, uh, not this summer, but the summer before last, I got to work with an awesome company that a friend of mine in Atlanta works with. And they give guided Porsche tours through the Tale of the Dragon. If you don't know what the Tale of the Dragon is, it is an awesome road near Murphy, North Carolina. And it is super curvy, ah. but enthusiasts love it because you can basically push your car to the limits going the speed limit on that road. The speed limit? Yes. Oh. Uh, you can go a little faster. Sure, sure, sure. But it's still awesome. And it's just a road you can go and drive for free. Yeah. It's a public road. It's just fun. It is so fun. I'll have to take you there one Please. day. It is awesome. Maybe that's a trip we that's can trip. all take um, yeah, when I get in. Trip. Yeah, Yeah, man. absolutely. You go up there and you drive. And you just drive this road, and it doesn't seem fun. It's like a roller coaster. Yeah, that sounds awesome. It's awesome. But uh, i got to give guided Porsche tours through that with Porsche. Wow. And my buddy that lives in Atlanta, and they're based out of Atlanta. Uh, look them up, Appalachian Driving. Great people down there. Um, we, we would uh, get Porsche hospitality because we were employees there. And me and my friend would go in there, and I'm talking, I, I kid you not, you walk in there, and they have an open bar. Mm. They're like, do you want wine? No, I don't want wine. I'm 16, 17, 18, 19. I was there a couple of times. I don't want wine. Um, but, I mean, anything. If you're old enough, you can get wine, beer, 
whiskey, whatever you want. And I'm talking crab legs, lobster tail, wow. filet mignon. Uh, oh my gosh, they have a whole ice cream machine there. They have a person that will personalize like a milkshake for you, wow. like whatever you want in it. The, they have hospitality. They, very, very hospitable. And I don't know what the actual hospitable. word. Hospitable. Thank you. Tired again. <laughs> um, and uh, it was awesome to go. And when I was 18, um, uh, when it was legal to smoke a cigar at that age, um, I, I'm very big into smoking cigars here and there. That's another thing I like to do. Sure. And Many, um, many, 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 many <laughs> hobbies. And I went in Porsche. Um, I, they had cigars there. Um and I bought a cigar, and they had it cut it, and they lit it for me, and I could sit out there and watch the race and smoke a cigar. And to me, that's amazing. Wow. And it's just very cool. And I, yeah. I've been to I've been to Mazda's. Mazda's is pretty cool. Um, BMW's is really cool, but my favorite's still Porsche. At the end of the day, Porsche's yeah. awesome. Um, and, and you like those for the you like the races for the hospitality part, then? No, I like the races for the cars. <laughs> but the hospitality is a great way to view the race because sure. they give you on a hill view. They give you a certain point. So you, BMW and Porsche's hospitality tents are two different sides of yeah. the course. And you can bounce back and forth and go to these two. And it's amazing to go sit down and watch the two views or points, whatever you want to call it, from the racetrack through those windows. And it's just amazing. And, um, but I, I'd say my favorite part of Petit Le Mans is, um, watching the race, of course, but the vendor village, mm. that's where they have people that are setting up to sell you stuff, give you posters, give you shirts, give you keychains, give you bags, book bags, um, car cleaning supplies, microfibers. They give you a, you basically can leave there with a car full of free stuff, whether it be from Continental Tire, Michelin Tire, uh, Mazda, Ford, Porsche, um, I mean, Hyundai. Uh, Corvette. Corvette's a really good one. They give you a hat and a shirt. Um, they can go out there and you can just fill up your whatever with whatever you want, you know, or can get your hands on. And you can buy really cool stuff, like personalized stuff. Uh, I think my favorite free thing would probably be Mazda. They give you, one year they had this really cool thing where you would get a cup of coffee and they put uh, whipped cream on the top and mm -hmm. they would print on the whipped cream a picture of you and your friends. Oh, I love that. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, and that was cool. And then they give you a poster with your name on the race car. That's cool. Yeah, that's really cool. Uh, my name was on a race car. And then they give you uh, earplugs. They give you lanyards. They give you a coffee mug, um, which was really nice coffee mug. I got two of those. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. But they would just, they would give you, they were the most gracious, I think Mazda was, of what they could give you. Yeah. And I really did enjoy that. Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, Mazda also was my favorite. That that um, they had a, a scavenger hunt thing, and you could run around and do something and post it on social media or whatever. And yeah. I bought a, 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 a speaker. Really, a Bose micro speaker. <laughs> cool. I won. I won that from Mazda. I was the first to finish a scavenger hunt that they had, and I won. And they were like, "If we'll, we just can we take a picture of you?" And I was on Mazda's Instagram. Yeah, that's so awesome. Uh, because I had won that speaker. The speaker. And uh, it, it's pretty cool, but uh, my favorite is the Petit Le Mall. There's so much to do. Walk around, go to Vendor Village, sit with your friends, meet up with your friends, get a golf cart, ride around, whatever, man. Yeah. Just go there, enjoy the race. Have fun as a hobbyist. Yeah. 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 
this is what that show this show is about and i think that is through and true yeah i i completely agree coming up on an hour and 11 minutes i think we're gonna wrap it up here um but from from here on uh expect more episodes every week uh and we will see you next time all right all righty bye